sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom It is the last party of the weekend. You are listening to Tendrick Minimum. My name is Chris, and I am your host. Billy is not here today. Billy's not here. Smiley is not here today. Smiley's not here. But uh, oh wow, why did it not switch over? Hold on. Oh, will we not? Let's see. I don't know. Hold on. There we go. Let's transition. There we go. Maybe I'm live now. Uh, But instead, oh man. I've got a couple of uh, invaders in my studio, and uh, man, my little board is not working today. I don't know why, but there we go. Here we go. Let's live up everybody. Here we go. Your board's not working. Imagine the audience. Ooh. There we go. So we've got Ah. uh, from two men on, Fred Slow. Let's go. What up? And Van Nully. You know, it's just an honor just to be here, my friend. It really is. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So welcome, guys. To the invasion of Ten Drink Minimum by radio guys. What is going on, man? So why are we slumming? Well, we're uh, radio slumming. and television uh, and internet and all kinds know. of fun stuff. Yeah, man, I'm having a lot of trouble with my little boy. Take your today. time. Hey, I'm a not. I'm not in a hurry. Got a little yeah. cocktail here. We're good to go. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so, uh, how do you guys? How are you guys doing today? Decent AF. Yeah. I got to watch my temporary roommate and voice of the isotopes, Josh Sushan, mm-hmm. jump up and down like a maniac for Ooh, two hours okay. as his San Diego State Aztecs advanced to the Final Four. First time oh. ever. Is this that right? Very yeah, big first for First time ever. The yeah. Mac is uh, the, uh, the Rocky Mountain, the, what are we in? The West? Uh, m- Mountain West. The Mountain West has never been where they currently are. Correct. So that's a no. cool thing for the them. The one and only. And I was like, I was excited. If we, I wanted us to like try to make it to the Sweet Sixteen, is that that's a goal, right? For the Lobos to make it to the Sweet Sixteen, it's a losers yeah, goal. It's a goal yeah, it's a goal for fucking losers. Wow, yeah. yeah. You, uh, what are you doing? You in little I Albuquerque mean, right now? Have you uh, seen the Lobos play before? I mean, uh, you know who's not going to see him play anymore? Josiah. Hmm. Oh, adios. Yeah. Is that one of the guys that's leaving in the transfer that's portal? It's uh, exactly that's that. The thing. Uh, Can you imagine getting one hundred sixty thousand dollars to not figure it out? How Can you imagine it? that? Okay, so I haven't really kept up. How does all that work where the people get paid now? I don't uh, know. So there's in theory and then there's mm-hmm. in practice, right? So right. in theory, you find a guy. In theory, okay. you find a, a car wash or you find a whatever, and then they they give you uh, some coops and a couple hundred bucks, and, and that's it. You're an NIL athlete. In practice, uh, buying groups. In practice, uh-huh. buying groups. So, yeah, they all these alumni get together and they – they create uh, gigantic funds, and they pull mm-hmm. from those funds, and and they ask you to get along with your teammates and not sleep with each other's girlfriends, and oh wow, um, and then it doesn't obviously work. You're asking a lot. You're, You're asking, asking a lot, <laughs> and and he can come back. Yeah. He's not obligated to leave. He just entered the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Actually, four dudes entered the transfer portal. Yeah. So like, 
Adios, the whole team. See ya. <laughs> Adios, the one, whole team. We got one dude left. Wow. So I guess yeah. So we're gonna. It's, it's a rebuilding year, I'd say. He's the best one though. Is it the Mashburn? Is it not? the Dent? No, I think they're all gone. Everybody's Mashburn left too. I don't know. So I heard all these stories. Who's gonna be back? Who's not? And I don't. We'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. it's. And here's the thing for Lobo fan. Um, all these guys leave. What's What's the worst case? You'd NIT. You're already there. Sure. Yeah. Like, what's the worst case? Well, when we lost the first round of the NIT. Was that was kind of a little bit of embarrassing, right? Well, Super it was lost. a it was a bad matchup because we were playing a team from Utah, mm-hmm. and you know Utah teams like they're all thirty year olds. They yeah. have wives and mortgages and kids. Oh, that's and, right, yeah, because they kind of go uh, off on uh, whatever that uh, what do they call that? Uh, yeah, they mission. go on their mission. It's a mission. I was gonna say Rumspringer, but that's not right. The Rumspringer <sighs> is when the Amash yeah. uh, at sixteen years old are able to adventure into the real world. Yes, and the surrounding uh, communities of Pennsylvania that surround their Amash communities, mm-hmm. uh, the predators there mm-hmm. scoop them up. Really, and then they say, "Come experience the real world." And they meet them with a Bud Light and weed. The hockey team, the Nashville Predators. <laughs> the Nashville Predators, located in uh, <laughs> Hersheyville, Pennsylvania. They drive up, and yeah. They, yeah. If you're not familiar with Rumspringer, you can watch the documentary Kingpin. Ooh, yeah. have you seen that? Yeah, what that is tells the, you all about it. There's another one where like Seth Green plays an Amish guy, and he fixes the guy's car, and it's and then uh, Fallout Boy randomly plays a show at the in the Amish barn. What movie was that? It's <laughs> Oh my god, how did I miss a Seth uh, Green movie? It's, yeah, right. Sugar, oh man. Was it oh, yeah. Seth Green or Seth Just Seth, when you think you've Seth seen Green. them all. Yeah, Seth Green. Airborne. Uh, That's the number that? one Seth Green movie Airborne. Right? Let's see. Whoa. Sugar, I'm going down swinging. <laughs> Ask me for another Fallout Boy lyric. Um, Can't do it. I was going to say you probably don't have any. Let's see. What was that movie called? Um it's called Airborne. It's the coming yeah. of age tale. One. Are you sure it wasn't Airborne? I've seen Airborne many times. Yeah. He was in the Italian job? Oh, wow. Kinda. Punky Brewster. Jesus. M- Mitchell Goosen has to move from yeah. his home in Southern California to right. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which has no oceans van, and he brings alongside him his surfboard. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's the I've seen that movie, but he's but then he inline skates and they do the uh, the De- Devil's Backbone. It's called the Devil's Backbone. Yes. Yeah, so, I've seen it. Jack Black is in it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. He's like and he's like very awkward. He's like the goalie. Is that right? He's well. He's not awkward. He's a comedic relief. Let me well, tell you. Whatever. Yeah. Let me tell you. I'd make a movie real quick. His heartthrob Mitchell Goosen, played by Sean McDermott, who wanted right. to do nothing else professionally in his career. Yeah. Uh, kind of set the standard there. Everybody's this kid. This, who's going to go places? This guy right here. <laughs> what about the fat guy playing goalie? Nah, 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 nah. That, guy's, nah. that guy's absolute trash. Nah. Nope. Wonder Boy. <laughs> and then, and then, what about the? What about his awkward cousin? Nah, that kid's trash as well. That's. He'll probably have to do Cartoon Network shit or something. Uh, well, at the time, it didn't have the uh, prestige that it had for five minutes in the early 2000s. No. does not have now. It changed the trajectory of my life. What did? Airborne. Airborne. It's Same. funny that you know yeah. this film because I've seen it a lot of times. Oh, hold on. When we had the Saturday mm-hmm. program, before we, we went full-time, we had a three-part docuseries reviewing Airborne and all the intricacies <laughs> And then I we was, had to do a follow-up docu-series because yeah. all of our listeners claimed that we were actually talking about the movie Brink. Yeah. I don't even know what movie that is. <laughs> so incredibly similar. Really? To Airborne. It's I mean Kirtland, Air, it's Kirtland's signature. The Airborne, Airborne, I mean the you know the script you know floated around Hollywood and you know lo- you got a lot of offers, you know the Airborne everybody really wanted it, so I don't believe like a lot of the truth. A lot of, a lot of rip-offs. Yeah, of course. That's you know, a lot of people ripping of it off. Fabrication. It could be. 
Could be. Maybe. I don't know. Who could tell? I don't know. The, I grew up and I watched a lot of really shitty movies over and over again, like Under the Boardwalk. Yeah. Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah. Schindler's yeah. List. That was, mm-hmm. a, that was a real crack up one. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? I, North Shore. Did you ever watch North Shore? Mm-hmm. You had told me before the show started that you used to, what was that black comedy that Chris said he really liked? Roots. Roots. Uh, Roots. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Chris said he thought that was a good one. <laughs> Laugh a minute. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad it's a miniseries. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. That's terrible. That was really that was really bad. Six minutes in, we got our first Roots reference. Yeah. It's coming Barely. in hot. So uh, there's, there, I guess there's a reason you guys wanted to come on the show, I guess. To hang with you and have drinks? Yeah. I thought we were invited. What's yeah. this no. wanted to? No, no, no. It's fully, actually, you said drinks. Well, it's your first time on the show. It's it's time for yeah. the Malort. Tra- oh. Tradition. Oh, tradition, man. We're about to finish this bottle. I'm going to do mine with you. You ever had a Malort, Fred? Me? Yeah. Um, I had one when I was younger, and it turns out I need to start wearing shower shoes. Oh. Yeah. yeah so. Speaking of shower shoes, that's half of the flavoring of, of Malort. Malort. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They pour it yeah. through it's, an old shower shoe. Licorice, Mm. shower shoes, and shame, and a wet towel that's been sitting in the bathroom of a mm. Thai restaurant. Ran through a a filter of your stepfather's disapproval. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, here we go. There you go, man. Thank you, brother. Welcome. I actually uh, don't mind it. I don't mind it either. Are we cheersing or am I going first? Let me see if I can throw this one on. Let me put the all. We're cheers to reasons that we haven't disclosed yet. We haven't disclosed yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm going to go last. Cheers. For comedic relief, I'm going to go last. See what you got on that. I just swish it around my mouth. I think it's tasty. Let me take a shot. Mm. Oh, your poor face. That's not the one. No, nope. that's not the one for me. You don't like it, huh? I would never get a tattoo of that. No, so you don't. When you have a shot of that for the first time, you don't ask how. Yeah, you ask why. Oh, that was not for you. Why brain. did they do this that's in the not, first place? They right. put that in a bottle for mass mm-hmm. consumption. Yeah, it's been around for many, many, many decades. Why don't they pursue profitability and do anything else? Well, <laughs> they might. They they seem to you know. They know what they're doing. You when, know? When Carly, my, Carly Ray Jepsen's Malort. Malort yeah. yeah. When uh, when my son, when my younger brother mm-hmm. was a child, he uh, he wrote. He used to write his name on things in Sharpie. Okay, so it's called graffiti. I think it's called graffiti. Yeah, and yeah. He wrote on the wooden porch swing in Sharpie. He wrote his name. He actually wrote my name to put the blame on me. Nice. So my father said. Get the turpentine, young blood, and get that Sharpie off the porch swing, that wooden porch swing. Uh-huh. And obviously the turpentine would not remove the the Sharpie from the wooden porch swing. Malort's fucking wood. <laughs> it sure would, wouldn't it? That kind of seems like it would. I once had a hot sauce, and on the back of it it said, takes oil off the driveway. And I went, yeah, I don't think I want to put that in my fucking body. That sounds pretty damn awful. Chip. Oil and chip. Let me see. Maybe we'll do this. You figuring out your technology? Well, so, of course, right before, uh, there we go, right before the show, it was like, uh, Stream Deck would like to do an update, and I'm like, okay, and anytime that shit fucking happens, you know, shit gets fucked up, so it's like, eh, all right, so I should have I known better than to do that, but now I've got it fixed, so, see there, boom, 
We made awesome. it. We're part of the. We're, yeah. All right. We're in. So should we talk about like the 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 announcement? I guess should we say? I mean, what? at your pace. Yeah. Is yeah. It, I don't. This know is what, your show. I don't know which direction this is going. I want to. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I want to throw out to our sponsor, uh, Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. There you yeah. go. I got one right here. Same. Mm. Crack it in the mic. Same. I poured mine in a Modelo can, but I got one too. Fancy. That's very fancy. Mm-hmm. So I guess the big announcement is. Uh, well, number one, by this time next weekend, we'll be in WrestleMania, at that's, WrestleMania. That's crazy yes. for you guys. Uh, oh, are you not going to go? You're not making it's, it? Well, I just... Yeah. I've, I mean, I already was a long time It'll ago. be my first WrestleMania. Is it your first? Yeah. It's my first. Yeah. That's it, exciting. And so it's, for you, it's like, what, how many? I've been to some. So, um, yeah. yeah, this one will be good. We WWE called me last week, and... Uh, the, the you know you're going with us for undisclosed reasons, but we'll get yeah. to those reasons yeah. uh, you know here relatively quickly. But yeah, we're going. And WWE called and they say, "Hey, um, normally we have you in the press box, and the press box is great. It's yeah. cool, but um, it's not the experience. Mm. You know, it's you got a little table, you got a full back chair, you got free snacks. Like it's oh. not it's not the thing, right? You don't get to get all all boozed up. Price you, is right. You don't get to have like the nachos with a special plastic cheese on it. You know, like, you know, like no, you do actually get that one. Yeah, they have that one oh, there, full that force. One. But uh, yeah. yeah, so WWE called me last week, and I told you guys already, but we'll tell everyone here uh, at WrestleMania both days. Uh, we'll be down on the floor, boys. So mm. let's go. <laughs> let's go. WWE yeah. taking two men on to WrestleMania, and we're uh, on we're, the floor. Yeah, we're super excited about that. So we'll get out there. We got a uh, I don't know. We got a lot of work to do, but we got a lot of play to. I'm have. gonna I'm gonna jump the the fence, run into the ring. It'll be our last WrestleMania. The, yeah, the, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those security guys are very good. Well. The wrestlers will beat the shit out of you, too. They will. Yeah. And it's not like it used to be in the 80s. They now have plainclothes security, like, mm. on the aisle seats. So when you if you do uh, go to take a dash, like, oh. you don't know who's going to get you. Mm. Yeah. But they're going to get you. Like an air marshal. Yeah. Going to get you, get you, get mm. you, get you one way. Oh, wow. He really went for that one. I, uh, I, I love whenever someone runs in the ring and they fuck them up real bad. And then people are like, well, you could get to it. No, you ran in the ring, man. You did it, too. So. Yeah, this is. Yeah. So, uh. You know, I met with you guys a couple, you know, about a month or so ago. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made a conversation, and I just want to say, selling out, boys. I'm going to go take my talents to South Beach. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to make the decision. Why do you have that on? Oh, yeah. That looks good. That's a sexy ass logo. Starting Tuesday. I will be joining you guys. Tuesday the 28th. Yeah. yeah Tuesday baby. the 28th of March will be your first day on the program. Six, so. 610, the sports animal. There right. we go. 95.9 FM. 95.9. Find uh, everything at TalkABQ, yes. TalkABQ.com. But Chris Burnett's joining the boys. Let's go. Yes. So Chris Burnett will be sitting third seat with yeah. us Monday through Fridays, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. And then uh, you're st- obviously you're going to maintain the current program you're doing here. Tendrick Minimum is not going away. We're going to shut it down. That, okay. No, I'm just, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. Last one. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. I made it. Yeah. They're paying me literally dozens yeah. of dollars to leave here. You're going Topo Chico. Come with me. Come, come with me. <laughs> we're taking the Topo Chico with no. Yeah, but no, 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 we're still going to do the show. But we are excited, so we're going to continue Van and I's brand of sports and sports adjacent content. Yeah. We'll continue with you as we. Uh, I don't know what do we, this is, what's this our third rendition van is this uh, our third generation of the program now do you feel that pivot point who was the who was the first third person <laughs> uh, a guy named Mike Vital Mike Vital yeah, Dicky so Vital really oh, sports animal legend yeah, baby you're all you're all Dicky you gotta tone it down a yeah. little bit man to stop talking about babies and you know 
if he would have talked more about babies, he may have been around longer. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so Mike Vitale uh, started the program with us, and I don't, okay. I don't know what your listener or friend of your show knows what about us, but you know, when we were doing the weekend program, for as long as we were doing the weekend program, he was there with us for a long time, and then we transitioned out of he and uh, Robert Gibson, mm-hmm. who's a world of talent. And yeah, I've, has, seen, I've seen his comedy. He's dude. Yeah, he's, he's a dude. full-on dude. Um, mm-hmm. On to greener pastures elsewhere. He, yeah. d- he took an opportunity with a competitor in town, which, by the way, that's the industry. That's, yeah. I mean, that's congratulations to he, congratulations Out to of our hands. This, well, I mean, it was in our hands. Then it was out of our hands. If you mm. love something, yeah, but, uh, let it go. D- d- what is that? And if it goes to your competitor, yeah, yeah. you probably have to fire them. If it takes more money and finds more success <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> it's you, congr- not- <laughs> you congratulate the bird so, yeah, on that so, bird successes. Uh, whenever Robert told us that at the Super Bowl, so we were at oh. the Super Bowl, and he said, uh, hey, boys, uh, bigger and brighter and going elsewhere. And we said, uh, Van and I put our heads together, and we had a bunch of ideas, and uh the first idea that both of us had were you, Chris Burnett. Nice, so, yeah, so, nice. Yeah. And see, when I tell you guys I'm leaving, it'll be ne- next. It'll be like a bowl, like next to a toilet bowl. We'll be in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I'll be throwing up. I'll be all, all right, I'm mm-hmm. done. Finished here, boys. Well, yeah, that, and that was smart on his part to tell us at the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll come it's like in the same theory mm-hmm. of you fire somebody Friday afternoon. It was very you much You never that. fire somebody on a Monday yeah. morning. Yeah, it was like, very much It's going to go poor. The Well, and to, like, to his credit and success – um, you know, the opportunity, have, how long was Robert with us? 18 months, maybe. Yeah. 18 months. Sure. Let's call it um, that. yeah. And you know, we took him from a competitor. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that's how the nature of the beast. And, right. um, so if we, if you play your cards, right, Chris, you're going to be the voice of country radio here. We'll bring it up. <laughs> hey, I grew up listening to country music. I'm totally fine with it. Do you need, do you boys need me to step out while you guys go down memory lane here? Of- What's that? So I had a bus driver when Uh-oh. I was younger, Chris, Uh-oh. and she was a, a local country talent scout, and she used to bring sheet music and lyrics to songs okay. on the bus, and she would make people sing country songs really? on the way home from school oh, boy. to try to find the next big star. Are you shit? Where'd you discover? Hey, <laughs> guess, guess who it was. You? No. Oh. No, it was not. <laughs> this Still is can't a, sing. A third, third row back, you know, fourth seat. This and, is, it's, and it's a hundred percent exploitation of oh yeah. child labor. I Absolutely. mean, that's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah, but it's still a cool story. I'm sure that's how the Jackson Five started, probably. So I, I was born and raised right outside of Houston, Texas. Okay, and like you two step before you can walk. Correct. Uh, you can go side to side, two to the left, one to the right. I, I grew before you figure out one, 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 mm-hmm. one, and walk. Mm-hmm. What was I, the, what is that? I don't know what that is. Two stepping. Why did you say those numbers? Oh. Two stepping. Yeah. Okay, of all the dances your rhythmless ass could do, I think you could two step. Right. It's pretty it, it, in Here's a weird here's a weird thing. I grew up near Amarillo, Texas. I grew up in New Mexico, but like, you know, pretty close to Amarillo, West Texas, you know. And you you know, you two step and then like in every movie where they they feature like any kind of cowboys or whatever, they always go to a bar and they always do line dancing. Mm-hmm. Well, where I'm from, if you were doing line dancing, that was like what city people did and you make sure, fun sure. of them and it people was re- people from that small town would call you a gay <laughs> well yeah there yeah. you go and uh so my friend uh, ming was in town filming a movie and chris I, goes i remember that yeah, <laughs> I, I, remember. I remember when those things would yeah, happen when they called me a gay <laughs> oh boy the good old days the salad days they might say uh, my friend ming was in town and this this designer was setting him up with uh, an outfit she goes, put you put these cowboy boots on. 
And he goes, do I tuck in the pants or put them over? And I said. <laughs> First and of I, all, tremendous question. Yeah. And I said right away, you do not tuck them in. I said, I said, cowboys don't tuck them in. And this lady from Santa Fe goes, I know several cowboys in Santa Fe that tuck in their jeans. And I, it took everything I had to say to go, those were not real cowboys. Those are not cowboys. Mm-hmm. No. I believe yeah. they're referred to as the dime store. Mm. Those are drugstore, dime store, yeah. Dime store cowboys. Drugstore, what's that? Is that similar? Yeah. I saw, I read an article this morning mm-hmm. that said, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, Mississippi Basin, uh, mm. just tragic loss of life over the weekend, tornadoes. No. Oh, and, all the tornadoes, yeah. And uh, yeah. just a lot going on. So as these tornadoes hit uh, these small towns in Mississippi, they hit a pharmacy. Oh. And it threw all the drugs All the Oxycontin? All the Oxycontins. Mm. So then people who enjoy um, uh, barbiturates, oh. they went there to... Um, to, to, to find that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So then... They breathe the tornado. Yes. The, so they, the Sackler family will never recover from this. That's a very good, that's a very good reference. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so as people were digging through debris to yeah. find um, people surviving from a tornado, there were an equal number of drug-seeking individuals oh, wow. <laughs> digging through to find the drugs. Uh, what they would find while looking for the drugs, Chris, is car keys oh, because wow. of the tornado. Uh-huh. And then they would go, chirp, chirp. Uh, and then they would they would steal cars, yeah, and then sell dr- trade, drugs, and then yeah. trade the cars for more oxygen. I, I want to hope that like one of those drug addicts, like you know, grows older, and they're like, when I was a kid, Tra- I saw an oxycotton pill thrown through a tree <laughs> by a tornado. You know, like traditionally, uh, drug users don't grow that old. That's true. Traditionally, I they, know. Uh, I'm just dreaming for them. <laughs> Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> yeah. Why are you making direct eye contact that, what, when you said drug users die why, young? Why was I looking at the exception to the rule? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you asked me? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what Elvis thought. <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> on the bowl when he was You're telling two men somewhere. on. He was leaving the show. <laughs> Chris uh, Burnett's taking the third seat with two men on. Let's go. Did Let's you go. Uh, Did you ever have your grandparents tell you some stuff like that? They're like, when I was a kid, a tornado threw a, threw a piece of straw through a tree. So this one's oxycotton. Yeah. Like threw some oxycotton right through a tree. My grandfather, who when I was young, I thought was a fabulous storyteller. Mm. Uh, turns out he was just a fabulous liar. Oh, that's fantastic! And, uh, but, yeah, yeah, storyteller, liar, yeah, yeah, same thing, same Yeah, so, yeah. So one, anyway, of them, one of them gets paid. Right, we're that one. Uh, his name was Abernathy. And, Great name. Um, Great. Name. That's old Abernathy. He's yeah. a liar. Um, First or last? Good story. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, all of his stories started with "Catch me if you can." Okay. And then. Um, very Frank Abengale of you, right? Ah, Abengale was, was the say, joke. I blew uh, it. Uh, I blew it. I went Abernathy. Uh, it was an Abengale that's joke. That's okay. Yeah. Did you? Like, someone came out and they were like, "All those stories that he told are fake." Yeah. And I'm like, the con man, the fucking told God. fake stories. Weird. Huh. You don't say. Hmm. He made millions and millions of dollars off of lying about lying. That's ah, huh. what an ass. Sounds like he's a good con man yeah, actually, and works for Pfizer. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're Sackler like, family. they're like, you you lied and told all these stories. Damn it. We just keep falling for it. Yeah. He's, like, he's like the Lucy of like, you know, movies and stuff. He's like, Can you kick the football, Charlie Brown. And just keep trying. <laughs> that was going Lucille Ball. Oh. Lucy originally. Obviously, I think Lucille well, Ball first. Yeah. 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 If we were to do the varsity, which is a segment we do on our show, the varsity of yeah. like like female comedians. Oh. Um, well, first of all, it would be the shortest varsity segment mm. ever. Wow. Um, and then 
are you one of those people that is women aren't funny? Is that is that was the in my person that lives yeah. in a factual world? Oh, that we just asked me? Like someone with twenty twenty hearing? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Your... <laughs> what about uh, ooh, Paula Poundstone? Why did you pick the worst one of all of them? <laughs> that was give that, us a good example. That wasn't. I know that was the point. Was to yeah. not give you a good example. Ro- uh, Roseanne before the incident. And, yeah, you mean the stroke or whatever happened to her? No, that was John in the movie. Yeah, uh, um, fair enough. Dan Connor. Didn't the Illuminati give her a lobotomy or something like that? I don't. Yeah, I'm not up on my QAnon, so hmm. I'm not sure. It's fun. <laughs> give it two weeks on the show. Four chan. Well, available. Four chan says you're wrong. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they, they i'm on 8chan and they're like they wrote that down in there they're actually live typing it actually <laughs> they're listening to the show right now oh. no that'd be fantastic wouldn't it i, I don't know enough about the culture so no. I, I try not to speak on cultures i don't know anything oh, okay fair enough i thought that's the whole roseanne uh so <laughs> <laughs> so the this, yeah i mean so who who is your favorite female comedian then do you have like a cricket sound effect? I like, do what not. is the Tignataro? I mean, I I'm like a Tig- big Tignataro guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit with the monkey is funny. There you go. That monkey stuff is funny. There you go. The monkey stuff. Yeah. Margaret Cho. Oh, hard no. Hard um, no. All right. Who plays the voice of Lisa Simpson? Like, there's got to be like someone who's funny. Oh wow. Comedic actresses or just like stand-up comedians? Yeardley is that her name? Yeardley. Sure. Wow. Who's the funniest? Guy? I know Hank Azaria. That's it. Hank From Azaria. The Simpsons? Yeah. I was like, female comedians. Yeah, Phil, Hartman? Hank is, yeah. Phil Hartman was on The Simpsons. I could yeah. give you that one. Mm-hmm. Yeardley Smith, I believe, is one. Ooh, that sounds correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, Joan Rivers. You have Joan Rivers. Ali Wong. Hey, there's so few Sarah female Silverman. comedians, you had to Google if yeah. there were female comedians. Sarah Silverman? It, the answer is Carol Burnett. There's only one female comedian. It's Carol <laughs> She's Burnett. She's the only one. Give me yeah. another example. Wow. I'm trying. Carol Burnett is amazing. I did grow up with that. Some amazing comedic actress. Oh, Amy Poehler. Taylor, Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah. She's good. She's new. She's Actually, fresh. Actually, Fortune Feimster, uh, Feimster. She's amazing. I like her. I mean, I don't know. I can't, But, I mean, on the flip of that, if you're like, name a bunch of like male comedians, I'm like, uh, shit. I'd okay. Be, How much time want, you got? I don't even want comedians. I want like people who are funny. Like, is outside of like Carol Burnett, like Vicky Lawrence, yeah. like who do you got? That's so. There was a weird dynamic that happened there. So Carol Burnett was the boss on the Carol Burnett show, of course. Did, yeah, it wasn't called the Vicky Lawrence show. Uh, well, it was whenever it became Mama's Family, and Carol oh. Burnett then had to work for her and flipped the whole script, and there was a whole issue there. Vicky was Lawrence, it really Mama's yeah. Family? Fucking slapped. I don't yeah. know what you guys know about like yeah. that dynamic, but. Without Mama's family, it's, I mean, it's the yeah. precursor to Roseanne. I mean, imagine you have your own show, and then, like, you know, me all of a sudden gets a, 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 a spin off show, and then you now work for me. Yeah, that's it's what's like, going to happen in a year. Uh, we just yes. told you that already. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. We can't wait to fair. work for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like 30 Rock when they're talking about Kenneth, and they're like, wow, it's nice you gave him his jacket back. And he's like, are you serious? In 20 years, we will either all work for him or die by his hand. I have no idea what we're <laughs> referencing, but I'm Have in. you never seen 30 Rock? Of course not. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've, I've seen thought. a good chunk of it. Yeah. It has some really high did, highs. Yeah. Did you ask me if I, if I saw a sitcom television show in my prime social years of my life? The I don't answer know. is no. No, I did not. Oh, you're that guy that's like, I have way too much other cool stuff. Oh, happening. I am that so, guy. Totally. Do you know why? Why? Because I had way too much cooler other stuff going on. Ah, uh, okay. Fair you know what must see TV was for me? What? Nothing. Nothing. Didn't see any of it. Wow. 
wrestling. You were watching wrestling. I watch a lot of pro wrestling. Yeah, you watch all the and wrestling. I can, and I can get in on that. That's fine. So who's your favorite pro wrestler of all time? What? That's the dumbest question of all time. It's oh, not. God. It's I'll take fucking this one out. not the dumbest question of all time. There's not, as far as, mm-hmm. there's different aspects, right? So okay. it's like, that's like asking someone who their favorite artist is. Sure. Sure. What are we talking about? What medium? What medium? What yeah. are we talking about? We're talking about drawing money? We're talking about comedic value? We're talking about in the ring? We're talking about like multifaceted transitions like from you, performer like to broadcaster all to entertainer it. Like to all, promoter? Everything. Chris Jericho. Nice. Fucking slaps. That's Jericho. Dude. Jericho is solid, man. Fucking slaps. It's crazy how underappreciated he was. Not early by me. In his career, but early, no. Conspiracy theory, Jericho? Yeah. That's Van regular life. Van doesn't even know he's a character. <laughs> I wouldn't know. No, yeah. yeah. I loved whenever uh, Chris Jericho first started coming up in WCW, and he started calling everybody Jericho-holics, and he was yes. like, you know, and they did this commercial, and like, it was all darkened out, and they're all... I'm a Jericho-holic. I love Chris Jericho. And then someone turned the lights on, and it's him. And he's like, hey, turn the lights off. And I just thought all of that was just really like – he his his timing was amazing. Yeah, there's something special to the, yeah. it. As far as like pro wrestling and pro wrestling adjacent, it's Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan oh. to me. Uh, manager, commentator, yeah. and everything behind the scenes as far as producing and yeah. putting out storylines. and Yeah, there's an art to it. There's a um, – yep. if you enjoy Shakespeare – you don't ask people which play or which sonnet or which right. whatever. You did. There's a there's a big aspect to it. There's a big aspect. The to Bobby it. the Brain Heenan thing is a big one for me because he was such a like great heel, everything manager commentator, every like his quick wit was unmatched. Right. Like they talk about that. They're like he you know back in those days Vince McMahon wasn't in your ear like telling you what to say and Bobby wouldn't have said it anyway. Bobby was just like too fat. Like they were like he like every like I watched the documentary and everybody was like he was so fast with the comeback like unbelievable. Well, this is cliche, but how fortunate pro wrestling was to have Bobby Heenan because yeah. if Bobby Heenan wanted the Tonight Show, Bobby Heenan would have had the Tonight Show. Absolutely, yeah. They're just okay. A, you act okay. I'm with him. I'm That's with him enough. This. Just I get his talent. I get his pull. Yeah, Johnny Carson. Johnny? That fucking Bobby slouch? the Brain Heenan is going to upseat Johnny Carson. Oh, what, what was Johnny yes. Carson before he was the head of the Tonight Show? What did he do for a living? It sold cars. No, clue. he was a magician. Pretty good. So if fucking Johnny Carson as a magician could have got the Tonight Show, Bobby the Brain Heenan as a as a wrestling commentator manager could have got the Tonight Show. The Van, I don't think you're that far off. You already have step right up down. Yeah. Anywhere I take you, where there's an opportunity for you to tell people to step right up, they're done. Like you've carnied the fuck out of them. Nice. Okay, well, no, I sales history. Yeah, I mean, I was a poker player for a living for six years. Really? Like, I understand the human condition. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm foolish enough to bring Bobby the did Brain Heenan could host a Tonight Show. Did you play in the? By the way, Ultimate Warrior is my answer. <laughs> I was a big Ultimate Warrior mark when I was a kid, yeah. and that's a wrong answer. Yeah, that's yeah, not correct. I mean, that's, it was it's more of his his aura. Yeah, I was really into like I got to see his, him his when I was go a kid. go go. Yeah. Personality, his energy, cocaine. and like when I got a little older, I just found out that it's just cocaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of- cocaine and ego. Cocaine. Don't forget the ego part. He, when I saw him, he played. Uh, he wrestled uh, Leap and Lenny Poffo. Yeah, who recently passed away. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, Leap the brother of Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah there mm-hmm. you go. Cincinnati Reds yeah. uh, outfielder Randy Poffo. Yeah, uh, also played for the St. Louis Cardinals. They That's, really. Yeah. There you go. That's right. You imagine that? Like, he's like, Gee. like they interview him for the <laughs> that game was a little tough. <laughs> it was a hard hit ball at third. Yeah. 
Big win for the you guys know I have a day day job. Big win today for the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys baseball. Oh, team. congratulations! Let's go walk off win. Oh man, that was that like you kept sending me the score and I was like 11, 11. That's Armac baseball. No Jesus, one, no one can pitch, but everyone can hit. <laughs> I was but say, it was uh, there's no defense. Bottom hey, of the ninth, walk. Bottom off. of the ninth, full count, two down. You want to give us? You want to give us your call? Pit pitch runner on second. Start it over. Start it over. The plate. Like, do the call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, where your New Mexico Highlands Cowboys are currently sitting at tied at the bottom of the ninth. Standing on second base is A.J. Abernathy, who has got the speed to score on a single basically anywhere on the field and at the plate. And we've got a real contributor down there, so-and-so, so-and-so. I don't remember who it was. Might have been Bryce O'Neill. Might have been. <laughs> Bryce O'Neill. Br- huh? So Bryce O'Neill uh, is going to get on top of one here, pulls it to the left-hand side. Should be a routine grounder for a short. Oh, it's between the legs. Heartbreak is felt in Alamosa. As A.J. Abernathy comes around to score. There you go. Cowboys win. I called it a hit in the books. Nice. Thank yeah, you. A little crowd for you. Called, uh-huh. little, little called, crowd. called it a hit in the books, boys. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's a line drive in the papers. That's, yeah. That's nice. There you go. But no, yeah. it was a big deal. Yeah, and you, uh, you, you. So, how do you feel about calling games like that? Do you like doing stuff like that? Uh, oh God, that's a weighted question. Mm-hmm. Um, they're listening. Will that. you continue to do stuff huge, like that, yeah. regardless of your answer? How old am I? Thirty-eight. I don't know. So I've been I've been in the game for twenty years this year, yeah. and it's hit me that I've been at it for twenty years. That's fantastic. Is it? I don't know. It's up to you. How you feel about it? Everyone's got a job, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, but, you know, when when your job is is you know getting up every day and digging a ditch, I mean, you'd rather whole call. different life. You're correct. Yeah. No, and how yeah. fortunate I am. But yeah, I tell you, I the aspects that I do love about it, mm-hmm. um, I'll never I'll never lose that love. No, the aspects that I don't love, um, I mean, if I could figure out a way to modify my my existence to where they weren't a part of it, I would do that. No. But yeah, as far as the connection with the student athletes and the fan base, and sure, the, someone hits a walk off. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's something fun. It's something special. How but, was that? You guys were at spring training recently. How was that? It was a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a blast. Amazing. We uh, amazing. I was really jealous of that. They treated us fantastic. Plasmically, they is the Rockies. The Colorado Rockies rolled out the purple carpet for us wow. and just treated us absolutely fantastic. What a weird dynamic Albuquerque is. Like we had that. You know, the Ice Tub's been around since 2002, and I don't remember the original uh, team that we were the minor league for. The Marlins. Marlins. And then and then they switch back to the Dodgers. And, of course, everybody, you know, everyone in Albuquerque fucking loves the Dodgers. Just, like, ridiculously. As one should. Mm-hmm. Well. A lot of Hispanics. Yeah. So then the whole Magic Johnson thing happened where they bought the Dodgers and they wanted to own their minor league team. And then, so then the Isos wouldn't sell it. So they went and bought Oklahoma, whatever. And now we're the you know the Rockies, so it seems like people are not into the isotopes as much. And I'm like, whatever, man. Who cares? We have a team here. Yes, and the the you best know. one in minor league baseball. Yes, and the it, facilities yeah. are fantastic. I love it. It's the best AAA stadium in the country. Yeah. The front office just works their asses off to put on a great show for the community. Yeah. I don't know. And it doesn't even matter the product on the field. Yeah, because it's not their it's not the isotopes' job to win. Like, a lot of passive fans don't understand that. Right. It's the isotope's job to Farm grow players. and raise yes. Rockies. Are right. You, are you two sitting here and telling me that 
the Albuquerque fan base of baseball is not embracing the isotopes? Because no. I don't feel that way at all. I think I, they do. I think that, well, used to you would go to Isotopes game, there'd be like eight or 9,000. Now, every time I've gone, I went one, one day last year, there was in the hundreds. It was the least amount of people I've ever seen in that oh, I don't. I don't know enough about that to speak on that yeah. specifically, but I can say this. I've been there last season multiple times when there's 10,000 or greater people there. Correct. Was it a mariachi's day? I mean, that happens. Okay. Yeah, but Mar- I mean, mariachi's, Breaking Bad, Friday, Saturday. Openings. Holidays. holidays. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Why don't we just embrace the mariachi's thing and change the team to that? So it's actually minor league baseball mandated. So Correct. every minor league baseball team has to do like a Hispanic culture no, no, yeah, appreciation and engagement. But the isotopes thing was a fun joke with the Simpsons for 20 something years, but I feel like the mariachis thing would be a cooler transition and become that. Sure. Do you, so today is March the 26th as okay. we sit here and record this. How would you feel if March the 27th was Christmas Eve? I'd be fine with that. Okay, guess. cool. What about March the 28th? Mm, I see. It's not always special. Oh, and March the 20th. It's not always oh, okay. special, we're saying. But that's fine. But didn't like the El Paso team change their name to the Chihuahuas? They were something else, and they switched it to the whatever the, you know. Sure, but if you have a any sort of existence or a life where you're like, I'm going to do what El Paso did, you might not be the fit for our show. Hey, <laughs> so they were they were they were uh, the safest city five years in a row. They were a what city? The safest city in the United States five years in a row. According to who? Uh, hell, I don't know that answer, but yeah, yeah. no, no, they are not because El Paso takes all the criminals and dumps them over the border. <laughs> and d- I'm not saying why, how it happened. We're good. I'm not telling you how it happened. Yeah. I'm just telling you what it, what the result was. Who is they? Here's what I know. Let's pull it. El this, Paso police is doing more magic than Johnny Carson. I believe the safest with their books. That oh, that's a good one. Also, man. also, somebody walked into what was the um, Flicks Brewhouse Friday with an assault rifle. Here in town? Yes. Like casually? Yes. Like just what the out? why? I, and I was like, man, I want to see John Wick 2. I get it. But yeah. you, know, you don't need to bring that in. Hey, I do want to see John Wick 2. I All thought right. you didn't watch anything. All right, so I think I have it here. Okay. No, this can't be correct. So this is not a produced segment, obviously, so I didn't have this thing. Prepared. That's fine. So the safest city mm-hmm. in America. I didn't say this year. I said the last five years. There's a lot of X's. No, I said five years in a row. There's got to be a lot of X's in the equation, though. Like over once again makes top of the safest large city, U.S. city list. Oh, what is large? Why are you adding all these variables? Because according to this, it's Columbia, Maryland. Sure. Okay, yeah. Some small little aggressively yeah. Anglo city. Right. Of course, they're going to. Number two on Chris's list forever was like Uvalde, Texas. Sure. You're like, oh, uh. yeah, not anymore. No. How big is El Paso? They're two and a half million. Thir- they're third in large city right there. Two and after, a half million people. I don't know how big Virginia Beach and Henderson are, but. They're both big. Okay. Henderson is. Henderson's just is, residential Vegas. Yeah, right? it's, and then Virginia Beach is uh, kind of everything. So that's like Newport News. That's now, like, okay. okay, now look up Albuquerque. Uh, n- n- bottom 20, guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. We're very average. <laughs> Norfolk, which is on the small city. I don't, I don't think that's true. Why? Why do I not think Albuquerque is not in this? I think we're like right at the national average for all of our crime stats. The the worst city is always St. Louis, Missouri. Or yeah, like for uh, violent crime. Gary, Indiana. No, thank you. Yeah, I I bring that up all the time. Gary is gangster. Hey, hey, before you leave this website, Gary's right there on the safest list. I just saw it. Where? Go to the middle sized cities. Shit. That's what I'm saying. For the same reason, El Paso is because they're juking the stats. That's that's Cary, North Carolina. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not fucking Gary, Indiana. 
Gary, Indiana is actually where the Jackson 5 came from. That's a callback. I grew up in a city called St. Louis, and um, it's so Albuquerque, dangerous so, as shit. Yeah. So Albuquerque is like, for you, you're like, Pfft. right? I but it's like just, that. yeah. Albuquerque, it's just two neighborhoods at night. Yeah. Like, that's fair. don't mess around the, in the war zone or South Valley. Oh, I thought you were going to say, night. are they going to say Northeast Heights and in, uh, in the North Valley? Well, no, no. People leave the South Valley and go commit crimes in the Northeast Heights. No, that's and fair. And then come home. That's fair. It's all gang stuff. Yeah. Like, it's the dudes who are going to fight each other no matter what. It's, <laughs> it's not like there's just random acts of violence here's, everywhere. Here's my deal with it. People are like, well, you know, you always talk about how all the crime stuff. I'm like, yeah, because I don't want people to move here. Stop moving here. Go back where you're from. <laughs> well, we can never become Phoenix. Like, we can never be that giant corporate overgrown city yeah, yeah. because we got a mountain and we got reservations wrapped around us. We can't what? grow that much. Like, and, this is us. And we'll steal your car, drive it out to the Mesa, and light it on fire. It's fine. Yeah, for sure. It's fine. Yeah. I was in Washington, D.C. end of last year, and I'm sitting in a taqueria, and these people, the woman came over, and she goes, excuse me, can I ask uh, you a question? I said, sure. She's like, are you from Albuquerque? And I said, yeah. How did you know that? She goes, you have the Zia Sibyl tattooed on your hand. I went, ah. Uh, mm. and then she goes, we're from Albuquerque. And then she goes, you want to come join us? And it was really hilarious because they were like, let's see if you're really from Albuquerque. Has your car ever been broken into or stolen? Nice. And I said, they broke in and stole my battery. And they were like, okay, you are from Albuquerque. Yeah, I had a uh, <laughs> lost a car and a bike. Yeah. Okay. According to whatever this uh, source is, the boutiqueadventurer.com, which is Ooh. the number one Google uh, return okay. on the question of most dangerous cities, okay? Number one, the D. So the D is number one. Detroit? That is correct. Um, and that is checks checks out. Uh, you know that's where SummerSlam is, right? The yeah, I didn't know that. Well, okay. the D has been under a renovation. So, so in 2013, Detroit filed for bankruptcy. I don't know yeah. if you guys are familiar yeah. with all this. And they and they pulled their city limits in. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> all of the like Hamtramck and like all that stuff that surrounded you, it, it's not there. Anymore. You imagine like I lived in Detroit. Now I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, loop loop. Uh, after that, Monroe, Louisiana. Monroe. Weird. Um, just mm. not good. The national, all right. So the violent crime average is, oh, this is bad. <laughs> so it's, uh, over 95 people per a hundred thousand suffer a violent crime. Holy f- shit. So that's, uh, where's Flint, Michigan on this list? The, it's not on here yet. Uh, this no. one I knew for a fact, I would have been able to go they're, up my head. They're too dehydrated to commit crimes. <laughs> no, nice. I, I don't think yeah. It's, yeah they, because they can't drink the, the, yeah. the iron or water. It's so bad there that Montezuma is getting his revenge up there too. <laughs> Memphis, number three. Really? Not safe at all. Now, is it Memphis or West Memphis? So th- are you familiar with the area at all? A little bit. All right, so I fucked around in Memphis. Yeah. West Memphis is a trip. Yeah. It's a trip, Van. It is like East St. Louis. It's <laughs> yeah. like Irvine, California. Yeah. It's it's out there. So you, so you knew when I said West Memphis. Yeah. yeah. The, and yeah. East Memphis has Beale Street, and Beale Street is fine, but one block off of Beale Street is not fine. No. Okay. So yeah. don't mess with Memphis. Uh, wrapping out the top five, Springfield, Missouri at number four. Weird. It is dangerous as shit. Number five, St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, super dangerous. So not Saint, cracking. St. Lunatics. Yeah. Right? You can find me. But uh, not topping the top five is Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, they are they are all the way down at number six. <laughs> I don't believe it. I, li- I like how you're like way down the f- there at number six. We're in the 30s. Albuquerque is number nah. six. <laughs> What is that website? 
It's uh, the boutique adventurer dot yeah. com. The boutique adventurer dot com. Yeah. They, uh, well, yeah. listen up, Janice. I don't care how bad of a vacation you had in Albuquerque. Don't slam us on your stupid. I'm sorry that U-Haul got stolen. Yes. The average violent crime rate here is 1,352 incidents per 100,000 people. So there you go. Uh, so they blame I, it on our uh, uh, rich history, climate, and Mexican heritage. Uh, serious? That's like what they literally said. <laughs> yes. Wow. So there you that's go. okay. I was in uh, in a bar down in a basement downtown. I will not name. And um, some guy was like spouting off. Was it Founders by owned by friend of the show? Yeah, Aaron Buck Burnett. Correct. Okay. Foundry founders. 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 And this guy goes, Albuquerque is a fine city, but you need to do something about your fucking crime. And I was like, I looked at him and I said, or you could go back where you're from. <laughs> he did not like that answer. Do you, do you ever try this one? The one where you go, do I look like a fucking cop? Yeah. Do I, do I give you cop vibes? Or and what? It actually, I told him. I said, it's fine. We're fine with it. It's our culture. <laughs> then that that makes sense now because <laughs> it says that in that article it's like because it is do it for the culture so i remember growing up and i'm like same there was the uh <laughs> nice good for you there was the battle of albuquerque and it was uh danny romero versus johnny tapia that was a big deal it was a big fucking deal and it was like johnny tapia from the south valley versus danny romero from the heights okay and I mean, do you see any murals of Danny Romero anywhere? No. Like Johnny Tapia's got murals. He's got his own vodka. I mean, he's not living anymore. But if you go to the Dia de los Muertos parade, they have like a a trailer that always looks like a ring with a Johnny Tapia like standy in it, like where he's flexing. Doesn't every community <laughs> have like their greasers and Sosha story though? Yeah. Naturally, like I, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, like everyone's got the yeah. outsiders or whatever. The but to me here, the yeah. thing that's so interesting about it is not only i guess did the bad guy win or not the right. underdog or whatever verbiage you use sure but like the the tie to that that townie has mm-hmm. is incredible to me because the real battle of albuquerque was usa versus mexico that was the real battle of albuquerque <laughs> nice like in the world baseball classic yeah. that nobody watched that's a, is that true yeah yeah you know one person in mexico like, beat us yeah yeah mexico won yeah that World Baseball almost, Classic is kind of a I, I'm I'm in man I was like stoked about it. It's the best one ever. Yeah, and like the thing that threw me was like somebody came out later and they were like, "Imagine if we had the World Baseball Classic in '98," and they were like, "Here would be the lineup." And it was like McGuire, Ken Griffey Jr., Sosa. That's a, That's a good bet. And then it was like then pitching. It was like Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens. I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, but, the pitchers got to show up though. Yeah, well, we had like zero starting yeah. pitching in the World Baseball. I, I feel Classic. like I feel like in 2026 though it's going to change because everybody now has seen like yeah. Shohei Atani. That whole ending was like you couldn't have asked for a better ending. Oh, it's perfect. I, I, yeah, Shohei Atani's like yeah, I'm going to show Mike Trout how awesome I am. It's going to change the trajectory of yeah. baseball worldwide. I and it's going to be kind of like the World Cup of baseball. I think I don't know. I hope I hope it becomes that. That'd be cool. Like corrupt and just like super yeah, oh fuck, yeah, yeah. super corrupt, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be in Qatar in like twenty thirty two. You know, and just tremendous loss of life. <laughs> they'll be talking. Yeah, they'll they'll be bringing in slaves to like die as they build the the world baseball stadiums. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be great. Nic- Nicaragua just pays their dues in cocaine. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Did you the thing that I loved about? I didn't love it, but it was like I was watching this documentary about the Qatar world cup thing and this was 10 years ago and they were asking them which they decided not to do this apparently 
they were like, how are you going to combat the heat? And they were like, going to build, and you can look this up, Qatar Cloud. They were going to build a cloud drone that was going to fly over the fields and just move with the sun and block the sun. So it, it already yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah. Does that, it? That exists currently. They, well, this was 10 years ago when they decided. That, so did they do it? Though? Yeah. They didn't they, do they it. They literally did it. Yeah, so Dubai has it. Okay. So um, <laughs> once a week, if it doesn't rain naturally, yeah. D- Dubai, which you guys are aware of, they the have wealth. some money. They have a little bit. Um, they can produce rain. Um, oh. Yeah, because what they do is they take these drones and then uh, literally chemically shock the atmosphere wow. above their city. Um, it's we're living in the future. I was no, the, I'm talking like this was going to be a cloud that would block out the sun. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Let's yeah, see. it's got like a it's got it's got mylar wings. Let's see here, big big mylar wings. There it was, like it was going to float over the stadium. Yeah, that tracks. And yeah, I was like, smart. I was like, man, you got some money. But then I guess what they decided to do is they uh, put air conditioning under the bit under all the seats. And blue cold air up on you. Ah, that's what gets hottest on me is my BH for yeah. sure. Sure, I'm sitting in a like a cold steel chair, uh-huh. and what I only assume is Chris's sex bunker in his backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, my well, beehole's on fire. You might want me to give you that recording so you can write that into your biography. I'm sitting in a cold steel chair in Chris's sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. as my life slowly so crazy slips away. I'm in Chris's NASCAR themed sex dungeon. <laughs> NASCAR theme? What do you? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Where do you get the NASCAR shit from? Why is there so much diecast? <laughs> this is creepy. Why is there so much diecast? Well, you don't know this about me, Chris, because we're yeah. relatively new friends. Sure, we got fast friends. Yeah, fast friends. Yeah, but Van knows this. I have on a scale of one to ten mm-hmm. an anxiety about being inside other people's homes. It's true. Oh, okay. That is like unfucking measurable on that scale. Oh, on so, that scale. So all of the Pokemon stuff is really freaking you out. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I didn't see any Pokemon. I, that, stuff. that was a joke. Pokemon stuff. That was an absolute. Oh, joke. I totally like <laughs> as he as he said the NASCAR stuff. Like yeah. The this is a real like uh, analysis for me on like sure. your existence sure. and not just yours, but everyone uh-huh. I've ever interacted with. Poor wire management fucking fires me up. Oh, does it? Like if okay. there's a okay. if there's an extension cord somewhere. Oh man! If there is a like a, I am like I'm like what? What else don't you put effort into in your life? I've never what heard, else don't you I've try to do? I've never heard anybody call it wire management. I've heard cable management because <laughs> I'm an IT guy. So everybody's like cable management. Yeah, it's very important. Oh, all right, fair enough. Store your wires correctly. Yeah. Speaking of wires, yeah, you got a whole like a uh, electric breaker. Like next door, yeah. Like your neighbor, yeah, is, is an electric electricity. Cancer. Is cancer. Yes. You ever yeah. like? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Do you ever get shocked by I don't know? You know the air? No, no. You know what? I don't get power outages. God, duh. <laughs> you just walk next door and crank it. Everybody was like, "Our power's out is yours," and I went, "Nope, never will be either." No. And you know what? I also don't have a neighbor on the north side. I mean, I guess there's some folks that are living over there, but not really a neighbor. So, I only have one neighbor here. They live there, but they, they don't have a home. They're, like, home free. Ah. Uh, mm, they have tents. They're, like, it's intense yeah. to live over there? Mm. I don't think it's intense, but, you know, they're intense. Yeah. Intentions? Did you not see them? No, there's people out there. I didn't see them. Oh, okay. No, I have no neighbors except for this guy over here. And he's got, he's, like, 88, and he has one eye. Where's an eye patch? What's his sex bunker like? Like, different? <laughs> better? Uh, probably better. He only has one eye, though. Yeah. So, you know, not a lot of peripheral stuff. You said he's 88? Yeah. Probably Prohibition themed. 
Oh, how, that'd be sweet. How many legs? He has both his legs. Both his legs? Yeah. For okay. his proby sex book? He, he, how, many, he, how many parrots? The only time I've ever met him, yeah. <laughs> the only time I've ever met him, he came over to, to like enlist my help with the local against the local gangs. Oh. And, and I was like, oh, oh. Well, I, I'm new here. I don't know who all the gangs are. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to the, you know, the rush week. Yeah, but, we're going to you know, jump in. Are yeah. you talking about the roaming gangs of Chihuahuas and Borellas? Yeah. Because that's a very real thing. It is. Like, I warned you earlier, mm-hmm. new friend. 10 drink minimum listener Ooh. about staying away from the war zone in the South mm. Valley at night. Borellas. Stay away from Borellas at night. If you're scared yeah. of Chihuahuas, because there's yeah. literally gangs of hood Chihuahuas that roam around here <laughs> and they control this fucking place for 12 hours every day. They the can. sun goes down. That's motherfucking barter town for these Chihuahuas <laughs> who run by to town. It's the Chihuahuas do. Chihuahua blaster. Master blaster. Wow. You know the reference. Good. That's good deal. We we actually outlawed Thunder Dome talk on the program. Oh no shit! Because so, for Lent, for Lent, because so <laughs> many references we were making were always Mad Max centric. See, no one ever gets that. I was at some show the other day, and there was this really tall woman with a little man. And uh, I told my girlfriend, I was like, "Who run Pontchartrain?" Town? And she goes, "I don't know what that means." Do you keep a running tally of reasons to leave? What your girlfriend? No, no, no. Oh, actually, my girlfriend has like it's it well. She's one of those people that like we go to a place and I'll order food and then she or- she's like that's what I was going to order and it's very you know weird that we have the same taste in a lot of things. Are you talking about like manipulation or autism? Like what do you? No. I don't understand what you're saying here. No, no. Like well, I'll I'll be like she's like what are you going to order? I was like I was going to order this and she's like that's exactly what I looked at the menu and I also felt like I should order. Oh, gaslighting. You're talking about yeah. Gaslighting. Okay. So sure, sure. sure. <laughs> Is it you that orders something different to appease her, or is she the one that orders usually, something different? So you talk about the cable wire thing. Yeah. Like, one of my, like, things is is whenever I'm at, like, a restaurant and someone goes, what are you, you going to order? I don't like to tell people. It's a thing. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't. That's just fucking weird. It's yeah. weird. It's one of my little quirks. You could, you could put a little twist on that and go with a number or whatever, but that's not how the menu is laid <laughs> out. So you know you're getting egg parm, or, but or, you're like, number four. Or just be like, or, or say something not on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but also that it might be my thing. I go off the menu all the time. I'm going to do the salmon pasta. And they're like, really? Where is that at? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I was just going to ask if they have it. Sir, this is an Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was, yeah. What, what is the Ar- what is the Arby's like main sandwich? Like the big something. The roast beef. Beef and cheddar. Yeah. Beef and cheddar. Yeah, just be, I'm just gonna say that every time we'll be at like a Italian place. I'll, I'm gonna get the beef and cheddar. Beef with and cheddar. The, you got the five cheese, for five, five for five. Yeah, <laughs> the four for four. Yeah. Curly fries. What was the Wendy's? The four for four. I'm gonna get the four for four. All beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. I'm gonna get a uh, Wendy's number two. You know they uh, do the square patties because they don't cut corners. Yeah, just weird shit. That's like that. Is that real? I like yeah. that a lot. That's what Dave Thomas would always say. I don't know who that is. Yeah. He was uh, the half of uh, uh, a comedy duo with Rick Moranis, and they did a movie called Stranger Root. Hmm. Canadians. That's why I don't know. That's why you don't know about them. Uh, yeah. Chris, so, Chris Jericho. So speaking of, is he ma- really? Yeah. His dad was. His dad played for the New York Rangers. Is, not, is, not named Jericho. That's the second time we've had a Chris Jericho reference. Yeah. Is that the guy that went on a murderous rampage? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. That's French. I wouldn't, and I also wouldn't French call it a, Canadian. I wouldn't call it a rampage. I mean, his wife and child, but you know. And himself. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's God, there's some cool. conspiracy theories out there, though. About. <laughs> okay, go on. You know, that he was killed and she was murdered by Kevin Sullivan. He was actually Q. 
Yeah. So yeah. this Kevin Sullivan story. He was actually yeah. JFK Jr. Because he stole Kevin Sullivan's wife and <laughs> you know, all that stuff. You know you know the story. I do know the story. Yeah. You know the rhyme. So speaking of like uh, Canada or Mexico versus the United States. Finally. One day I walked into Ojos Locos. Nice. And it was in soccer or football, whatever you want to say. Team Mexico versus Team Canada. And there was a lot of people there cheering for Mexico. And, and, on, and every time Mexico scored a goal, the people cheered like it was like the World Cup. Van, what did that sound like? <laughs> What do you mean? Whatever they, whatever they. I do a home run call oh, in my Spanish. Bad. Never mind. I, don't do, I don't do goal and stuff. We, we would have known. But that's okay. it blew my mind. I was like, you're excited about defeating Team Canada in soccer. I mean. Well, soccer, the soccer's like football. Yeah. So there aren't that many of them. Right. So that's why they're all so very important. Mm. Like, I don't know if you know anyone who's ever, like, played the game of football. Yeah. Or anyone who, like, hates mean, their wife and dog. Yeah. But, like, these people get real excited about football once a week. It's the mm. same thing with soccer. Yeah. There's 16 of them a year or whatever. But it was, like, eight to none. <laughs> and I'm like, nil. They nil. Call it, they call nil. it nil. Fair enough. Well, also, is sports betting a factor here? Because there's a strong possibility. I don't, I don't think so. I think mm. it was national pride. And I'm like, but you defeated Canada. Like, I've never looked at Canada when I bet they're football. It just sounds weird when you say defeated Canada. Yeah. Like, it's like the easiest thing to do. Right. But yeah. I was like, imagine if Canada played Mexico in hockey. Or or niceness. Would, or niceness. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I don't really, yeah. <laughs> like In Canada, I can't imagine, like, what a soccer player, like a guy who decides he's going to play soccer over hockey, what what that life is like. In yeah. the competition of easier access to the United States of America, Canada is winning that one. Yeah. Um, For sure. Like sure. They're super out in front. Build that wall. Yeah. <laughs> Build that wall. So we don't go there or, or they don't To Canada? Here? Yeah. I don't know. They're coming here taking all our good Canadian doctor jobs. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, I, the, I think the most pissed I've ever got, and I know you were there with me, Chris. Was when Chris lived in Detroit and they put a Tim Hortons there. Oh, Chris, is, is there a Tim Hortons? See, that's like the first oh. shot fired. See this outrage. In the, the next yeah. war. Yeah, yeah. and it be and it's it's Detroit dating Tim Hortons. So the rest of the United States is like, I know that's my least favorite daughter, but I hate that they're dating a Canadian. You know, wait a minute, man. Whatever. What about what about Stan Makita's, bro? That's a good donut. Is there Stan? Stan? Yeah. Whenever Tim Hortons passes the Mason Dixon line. Mm. That's when we riot. That's when we meet. That's at the, when that's, we, t- we we just invade yeah. fucking well, Canada. Well, we, we all meet at the Waffle House. And yeah. We make a plan. First Nickelback, <laughs> and now this shit. Yeah. Van has been for a lot of years, at least professionally, as we've worked together, mm-hmm. been a strong supporter of the Mason Dixon line. Okay, he uh, he wants to always hold that line. Mm. He thinks that the culture surrounding what uh, important what you can't what? keep keep me give me New Orleans and Miami. Okay. You could have the fucking rest. Really? Of the south, south? south of Mason Dixon. Oh, okay. I'll give yeah. a second. I'm fine with the that. rest. What about Houston? Aren't Maybe Coastal Carolina. No, I just I just like the Astros. Coastal Carolina. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Houston. Okay. How did you feel about the whole Astros uh slamming a trash can with a bat? Thing? I fucking loved every second of okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Astros have the best player development, the best drafting. Uh, the best front office, the best money management, and we're also the best fucking cheaters. I love it so much. All right, as long as you're aware. When Bill, when Bill Belichick does it, he's a genius. Right. When we do it, we're assholes. <laughs> suck right. a suck a whole bag of dicks. I don't care. It, it is currently as we record this program, March the 26th. That is okay. a Sunday night. It is 6:30 p.m. Mm. on that Sunday night, and I am receiving direct messages from fans yeah. telling me to uh, fuck off. 
because my prediction of the Mountain West Conference doing so poorly in post-play was proven wrong today, yeah. and then I am a piece of shit scumbag. So welcome to the show, Chris. You're going to yeah. get a lot of fun yeah, exposure. Oh, no, I, 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 love, I love that. Like, uh, I had a Instagram reel go viral. Congratulations. And, uh, and people are like, are you reading? Like, everybody's like, oh, you don't want to read the comments. Man, I fucking love it. I'll tell you this. <laughs> so it was like me playing the game Skate 3, and I did this, like, jump over a bridge, and I did whatever. You're not speaking a language, though. It, it's a video game. Okay. But, like, my favorite one was I would go. I loved going through the, 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 like, comments, and someone's like, my fucking four-year-old little brother could do that shit. And I would, and I would respond back awesome he sounds like he's really good at the game right yeah and then they would like you know they would see that someone responded to them and then they would see that it was me that put up the video and like they'd be like oh hey uh sorry i talk shit man i didn't and i was like i'm like i'm just responding that if your four-year-old cousin could do it or brother he's he's probably pretty good you know and i just love doing that so i'm fine i'm cool with it i've gone on the radio with buck a couple times yeah and uh someone said that uh because our last burnett yeah, yeah. Our, our, he our speaks na- very highly of you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, "You guys have the same last name. Are you guys married?" And I was like, "I was like that. that that's a good one. That's pretty funny. Like, I'm I'm all for it." I'm, and you say only if he'll have me, <laughs> if he can carry me across the door, when, the threshold. Van and I took over the afternoon slot yeah. in September. Oh, why did you say slot like that? Was, mm. yeah, very would, sexual. Hot say? slot. No, just say slot. Just I the mean, word slot. That slot was there for the slot. Table. We just yeah, we, we took it. We, we took So we slid into the slot <laughs> yeah. in September. Uh-huh. So we did well, 2021. We took over that time slot. And Sounds the, right. The show before us was um, very heavily sports centric. It was very. He- it was named after like sports adjacent stuff, like sports. What was the name of the show before us? I feel like an idiot. I'm not trying sports to disrespect bar? sports bar. Oh, the sport. That's right. Yeah, so this, look at the sports bar. Blah, 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 blah. That, that's probably a rejoin that they yeah. use. So the so the sports bar was the show before us, and it was very centric into traditional radio broadcast. It was mm. very um, uh, here are the balls and strikes from yesterday. Here's here's the rundown, whatever. Mm. And it's really good for that audience. Sure. Cool. With that said, Van and I came in like a fucking wrecking ball. So when we came in, we immediately rebranded from ABQ Central, mm. which was our weekend program, uh, centraled around. I was wondering that because I yeah. did see you guys do the ABQ Central thing. Yeah, it was a s- strong logo. Yeah, we did we well. got really good merch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was uh, received well in the community. We, we for what it was on the weekend, pro- similar to your podcast, but sure. just with uh, radio airwaves. Mm-hmm. So when we transitioned over to Two Men On, we didn't tell anyone that publicly. That was yeah. all back of the house. We. We designed it out, created a, a concept, okay. and obviously two men on being a, a baseball terminology. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, two men on, uh, uh, Chris blah, blah, Burnett up to yeah. bat. Yeah. yeah, Chris Burnett up to bat, two men on. Yeah. So uh, obviously an entendre, like an entendre. two men on any subject that yeah. we could think of. T- two men on. Or like we want to make it like mm-hmm. blatantly homoerotic as well. And that's like, how it was perceived, wasn't yeah. it? Because yeah. it was very um, sexual. Because we're not just two men on 10 drink minimum. Yes. Which is a that's a sentence. Cool, that's right. two. That's a sentence. Yeah. But every email and tweet and oh, it's awesome. So it was oh, I'd love it. It was like it was like what are these queers doing here talking about baseball when this is an NFL city? And first of all, you look around and gesture broadly and you say what NFL? Right. Yeah. Uh, the the Raiders, bro. Yeah. The. <laughs> By the way, we love the Duke City Gladiators. Big yeah. Duke City Gladiator guy, but. To me, it was so. Which I did not, also aren't playing in Albuquerque. They not they're playing in, technically in Albuquerque mm-hmm. turf. So mm-hmm. to me, 
Whenever did we, a whole show on that. Whenever, oh, really? Yeah. Did nice. You, did called, Larry Barker come in or did no. he big time you? Wait, Thanks, he, TK. He, like, you Larry Barker used to come in and uh, get his computer fixed at a computer place I worked at. and uh, Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah. Is that also an entendre? Get his get his computer fixed? Hey, oh, hey, Larry Barker from St. Louis, Missouri. Don't know if people Interesting, know interesting. So whenever we, whenever we rebranded the show, I was professionally and personally alarmed and astonished at just how ready Albuquerque was to jump on something that was slightly like homosexual adjacent. Oh yeah, there I was. I, I would have leaned into it. Oh, oh we, we did? did. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. talk about it all the time. We talk about our common law marriage, and we talk nice. about yeah. yeah. We have. We I'm have, in. See, so, yeah, that, that's perfect because I don't give a fuck. All and, three. And when, of, and when we get back, Albuquerque, it's <laughs> two men on Chris Burnett. Yeah. Ooh, is it now? Yeah. Yes. Do I have to pay extra? Mm. We we got a. F- I'm a big boy. We, somebody sent a diatribe of an email. Oh, I love and it. And me talking about this is the attention they want. Somebody sent just a novel about Van talking about perineums. Yes. Van had mentioned perineum a so, dozen times. The The shtick was, the bit was, that in between the Super Bowl and opening day, is mm-hmm. the perineum of the sports world because nothing really goes on. Yeah, 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 and we just really leaned into the perineum thing We're, for like thirty minutes, and we turned it into like a Dave Matthews bit, and we were yeah. doing the space between. Yep, I and gotcha. it's a very good bit. It's very funny. It's yeah. very. It's we refer to it if you check out our old episodes um, at Talk ABQ on Spotify or wherever. It's the perineum episode. That's what we mm. call it. Yeah. So, anyways, this person sends them a thing, oh, and they're like, "I cannot believe this is that loud. My child was subjected oh, to gravy. this, that, and whatever." And from the highest mountain in you know a village that's completely flat, mm. this person is screaming our bosses, and our bosses pull us in, and they say, "Great segment, guys!" <laughs> yes, yes. You know how many? You know what the numbers are. <laughs> did, they, did they really say that? They did. Well, you know what's interesting about the numbers? We're not allowed to talk about the numbers no. on our show. There's FCC no. rules. There's all these sure. things. Um, your boys here went to number one. Nice. Like that time slot as it existed mm-hmm. for the previous 16 or 27 years, man. Is that how yeah. long the sports channels been around? 30 something. 30 something years. Yeah. Okay. The time slot that we are in has never been number one. Wow. It's true. We took that son of a bitch to number one. From, from the morning and everybody. From Jim Rome, Chris, uh, yeah, uh, Colin Cowherd, be, Colin Cowherd, beat them all. Jim Rome, beat them all, beat the competitor beat, in town, beat the morning show nice. for the first beat time in the history of the station. So he, yes. beat every single show on the competitors. <sighs> but so right now we're not sitting number one. Jim Rome's out in front of us. That's whatever. We'll so come that's back. the goal. So that's we'll the goal. Back. So that's what we're going to go for. But yeah, that's the thing. It's we know the product is there. We know people are you yeah. know not just listening, but they're uh, liking, right, but you're number one, retweeting. You're number one in Albuquerque. Correct. See, were. Where? Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, but you, you're the number one group that's in out. Like, Jim Rome's oh, we're not number Albuquerque. one local in all of local. Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't live here. He's not like, you know. Correct. Well, right. I mean, but don't don't no. discredit the product that draws. No, no, of course not. Of course not. You know, we need Van. Write this down. Okay. We need a shirt that says number one adjacent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Number Create one-ish. Yeah. Number yeah. one-ish. <laughs> so I, what my question is, is what can I bring to the program? Mm, what do you need question. from me? Hot Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do have a hot bun. White glasses. Yeah, you got that? Mm. Oh. Do you have a oh. signature silhouette? Would that help? <laughs> I do. 
the, can, um, you're the benevolent Can you, can you do my silhouette, ruler. but then put white glasses on it? Yeah. Are we breaking fourth walls here? We're going yeah. to shoot right now. Well, you're, whatever. You're the benevolent ruler of downtown. You're the uh, mayor of downtown. I hear that. That's what people say. Are you not democratically elected? So I think mm. you're more like the dictator. Of I do downtown. rule with an iron fist. But, yeah, you do. You know, you but you have a lot to, of dudes. I fist a yeah. lot of yeah. what? Something. Dudes. Dudes. Yeah, dude's the answer. The, well. You know what's funny about you being the mayor of downtown? Is, sure. Um, I did radio for a long time in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I won this, um, whatever the alibi equivalent yeah, was of yeah, St. Yeah. Louis. I won this competition and became uh, governor of the Riverbend. Because the Riverbend. He's governor of the Riverbend. So that's how I would do it, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the Riverbend is the where the Mississippi River comes down, mm-hmm. comes back up slightly, goes okay. back down. So, uh, so whenever I became governor... Of the riverbend. <laughs> I'm going to need another Topo Chico. Excuse now, me. You are uh, speaking your... to the governor of the riverbend. Please <laughs> speak accordingly. Right? Know your role, peasants! Yeah. <laughs> please. Do you want pineapple? Please bow. I want anything except for pineapple. Please bow for the governor. That's better. Thank of you, the sir. riverbend, please. So what we need now is to find Van a title. Thank you, Topo Chico. The Duke. That already exists Or the here. Earl. The Earl. The Earl. Uh, where do you live? Oh, I'll tell you what. What, what is the lowest elected I, I municipal really official? I really like cheese and vegetables in between bread. Ooh. How about the Earl of Sandwich? It already existed. That's already, that, already a person. Yeah, that a, guy, a guy did that. Okay, next. Yeah. Uh, I live in Four Hills for like oh, my two more days. Oh, then where? And then I'm going to. Oh God, what's you could it be the clerk of where Central. Netflix is at. What's it called? <laughs> The, where, uh, where Netflix is at on the in the internet? Yeah, are you moving to the internet? Yeah. The amphitheater is and Netflix. What's that fucking neighborhood called? Uh, Porto del Sol. Uh, something no, like that. No, it's, it's a Spanish name. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Where, where, I don't know where I'm going. Puerto del. I got an address. Netflix. That's, I know somebody. Yeah. yeah, I do like the idea of you being the clerk of Central. Though <laughs> I feel like that's a very good. He's a city planner. <laughs> that one's actually above that. That's uh, oh, whoops! Yeah, I'm the comptroller. You're <laughs> comptroller in the municipal hierarchy of talent and expertise in this field, Van. You're like a volunteer firefighter. <laughs> oh, we know how he's much you love those. Van Nelly, the meter maid. I fucking hate volunteer. <laughs> but he's head. He's head. You, you hate volunteer or regular firefighter? Compare me to a meter maid. I'm, hey, you know what? Mm. Fuck the. In, in Albuquerque, <laughs> fuck the maid. Here's what'll happen downtown: you go to leave a bar. Fuck the maid. What am I, Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Here's what happens in Albuquerque: you, you walk from <laughs> yeah. a you walk from a bar. You're almost to your car. Someone mm-hmm. walks up, stabs you. You die. Your body falls right down by your car. Super soft. The body meter the, the, meet, the meter people will walk over, step across your body mm-hmm. to put the ticket under your butt thing. cheeks. Wait, well, what? your butt cheeks <laughs> under your windshield wiper, and then walk away. And then they'll tow the car, and your body will still be there. I swear to God, that's how bad they are. Like the meter, the meter people down here. I'm not trying to be that guy. No mm-hmm. one is stabbing me to death. I don't know. It's a challenge. Jesus, why wouldn't have done that? I just <laughs> are you familiar with po- uh, Project Paperclip? <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thrown that that's out. Where, in the world. where NASA brought in all those na- <laughs> Nazis to be scientists, so Russia didn't yeah, get them. Right. You know. Yep. We did the same thing with meter maids. Yeah. Yeah, the really? Exact same I never thing in Albuquerque. Yeah, they're I, all Nazis. I actually, well, I believe that too. Yeah, check I, their twenty three. I walked me. around the corner to take a picture of my friend in front of the El Rey, and we walked back around, and there was a ticket, and we never saw a person. <laughs> I was like, did they just like like literally four and a half, maybe five minutes? Are we going to talk shit cool. about that or like compliment? Them? I, no, I was pretty, pretty skillful. I was pretty impressed. I thought they like yeah. just you know came down the side of the building, like repelled, and just like you know, and then we're gone. 
Because if, if I was that job, I would want to talk to as least people as I could. They're, they're called meter maids because that's the amount of distance they can go in point one seconds. It's like, <laughs> a meter, yeah, uh, meter. Okay. I'm. I'm. Do you think someone's going to try to stab you to Not death now? Like, is it challenge now? No. Oh man. This my experience here in Albuquerque uh-huh. has been the exact opposite. Yeah. When I first moved to town, and Van introduced me to this because mm-hmm. um, I had spent zero significant time in the Southwest, and uh, I learned. God, maybe the first time we went out to a bar, mm-hmm. I learned machismo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, that's and a I'm, thing. I remember you explained to me, and I go, are you, are you talking about, like, little dick stuff? And you're like, mm, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. little kinda, dick adjacent. Yeah. And, and, well, I mean, to be fair, when they go to, to be stab you, when they stab you, they're, they're not going to get anywhere above your torso, because most people who do All that. All my favorite parts are below my torso. Yeah. They're not tall. Not a lot of tall the people. The stabbers? Here. Like, femoral, mm-hmm. femoral artery yeah. and my penis. Mm. Like, What's that those first are like one? the two big places. What was that first one? That's the big one in your yeah. thigh. Would you bleed to death? No Super easy. Everyone has ever been between my thigh, knifeless. Well, you kind of right. threw it out in the world now, right. so well, we'll see what happens. You don't walk to your car a lot downtown. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, what, that's my thing here about here, though, is those opportunities that people have had to take advantage of others, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's the most predatory stuff ever. No one is messing with me at my right. size. No one is messing with See, you at yeah, your size. Uh, no, I no. don't I don't get messed with. No. Never, ever. People, no one's messing with me because of my face. No. The, well. The weird face. Like, I'm not messing with that they're guy. Like, they walk up, though, I'm going to fuck the, oh. Mm, never mind. <sighs> he's, he's obviously into some weird he's shit. He's had a rough life already. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. too much. It's too much. I have absolutely caught this one downtown <clears throat> where um, okay. a guy with a, uh, well, maybe a little bit more machismo than me, mm. and maybe like pointier boots than me. Okay, he will do. He, like he'll call me Jolene. He'll mm. like he'll like please just stay away from like me and my people here. Oh, like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you're tall and you're white and you're not from here, and we don't we don't need you around our people. And I'm like, <laughs> I get that. I get that Fine. you're asking that's that. That's you get that kind of racism. Oh God. Um. More often than I would like mm. than I would like to experience. Like how tall are you? Very. Yeah. I don't know, I'm like a short yeah. six seven, maybe You're six like six. Six and a half ish. Yeah. I'm big, dude. You are. No, you are. And but it's it's um but it oh, man, not all this tea needs to be spilled here, but it's I mean, there have been times when I've been so I'll be with someone the summer months and okay. I'm like, Hey, the holidays are coming. It's a gal. Yeah. And and I'll the say the cuffing season, I think is what they call it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, cool, let's cuff up. What do we want to do for the holidays? Mm-hmm. And I just I just learned that this past year. Oh. Yeah, like, we, did, like, we did a whole show on it well, when, when you were gone when one day. When you said you learned it, like someone was like with you just because no. it was war- oh. So okay. I I'm sorry to interrupt, Fred. <laughs> no, take your time. I've uh I've had a thing forever and I never knew why. So I don't date in between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. Okay. I stay aggressively single. Mm. I don't. Is it, I don't be, date with intention because you don't like buying gifts. Well, I mean that's part of it, obviously. Right, fair enough. Yeah, for, for but like people catch feelings too fast during the holidays. You take uh, them home to the fam, and it becomes a thing way too fast. Okay. And of course, the fake ass bullshit of Valentine's Day yeah. compounded. So February thirteenth every year, I am on a fucking rampage. Nice. Anyways, go ahead. And I just found out that what I've been avoiding is cuffing season. Yeah. And I just did it kind of instinctively. Mm. As a d- dude with an active penis, not as like a person avoiding buying presents. You get no birthday presents with this approach. Right. I don't care. I don't need anything. When's your birthday? <laughs> February 12th. Wow. Yeah. I'm February 3rd. No way. Aquarius. Aquarius. 
Water bearers. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah. You were saying, Fred? You were saying? Uh, that, some guy tried yeah. to stab you or something? No, the shortest version of this is, um, hey, Fred, you're too uh, you're too fair-skinned to meet my family. Oh. And that I had never experienced until I moved here. Interesting. Yeah. So there you go. They uh, they won't like you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cool. I, Thanks for the last three months. They yeah. went for they went for skin and not height? <laughs> you're going to tower over the entire family yeah. like a giant... Yeah, I, you can't come around my family, Fred, because they're just going to picture your giant dong. Yeah, there's that too. Inside of yeah, me. Yeah, just deep inside, all the way past my belly just button. Just destroying. Yeah, just, just ripping apart my innards. As I get, maybe you guys experience this too, because well, I'm 38. What are you, Van? Early 40s? 41. Chris, uh, what are you, I early am the 40s? Elder of the. Okay. I am 48. So as I've gotten older, my big dong is not as impressive to people anymore. Because, <laughs> like, when I was a kid. No one had ever seen a big dong before because they right. were also kids. Right. Wow, wow. And then into my early 20s. Are we talking like elementary when did school? You, when did you stop showing your dong to kids is yeah. the important question. When, when I stopped being a kid. Oh, great. Uh, great. Thank, good answer. The last time I slept with a kid, I was Hopefully. also a kid. Oh, oh my good, gravy. Yeah. Good, 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 so, good. But as I grew older. I was just like, going. is this recording going to the FBI? <laughs> what is this going to but in your, even in your early 20s, people are like, oh, cool, like a big dong. And then you get into like your early 30s, and they're like, darn it, like another cool big dong. And then like I'm into like my late 30s now, and, and people are like, well, I've, Fred, I've actually seen a lot of big dongs. This, it's cool that you have one. Yeah, it's called the internet. Yeah, it's not a novelty yeah. anymore. Like I, I know now as a, as like a grown, you, mature mother. My question mother, is, are you just showing this down the street? And people are like, no, oh, no, I've no. seen it. I've seen it. No, every everyone who sees my dong does it in the traditional. Yeah. We're a little buzz through the moonlight of a of a cracked window in my bedroom oh. setting. Oh, I thought maybe it was like when you're in like a restaurant and somebody brings in necklace and necklaces to sell, and you're like, no, 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 I've seen it, I've seen it. No, I don't need it. You're 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 saying like this is in private. Someone's like, yeah, not impressive. Not that they're like not impressive, but they're like, again. Again, yeah, my guts hurt from the last time. Yeah, somebody else's big dong has already made an impression in my life. Impressionable dongs. Yeah. Wow. Dong. Interesting. So there you go. Well, fair enough. That won't make the radio show. No. Well, I mean, in a different, we could say it a different way. Well, because you were talking about what to contribute to the program. Don't contribute that. Here's what we're asking. (laughs) None, none, dong talk. Yeah, we'll save that for Sundays here on Ten Drink Minimum. When yeah. you told your co-hosts we weren't coming here, they were like, cool, a night off. Or they were like, you are big timing. Well, one had uh, had work, and the other one... So Smiley is a is an enigma, and he this is literally... Whoa, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, hold up. We hold don't on. use that word. Just because en- Fred made a roots joke oh. earlier. Yeah, you can't just start saying... You can't just say enigma. I, yeah. I'll, 2023. Read, I'll, read, I'll read you his text to me. Is it is it written in English? Thanks for not saying enigma, by the oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> He wrote, uh, dude, the left side of my neck is all swollen. I'm not sure I should be around people. <laughs> like, what? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm familiar with Does he me. have a, a newfound taste for blood? Does he have a goiter? But, I don't know. But for on? real, if he is tasting <laughs> yeah. copper, he should go to an emergency room. Tell him yeah. to go right look now. in a mirror. Yeah. He is, Can he, he is, see himself in a mirror? He is like 40 and he's already had a heart, two heart attacks. He's currently having his third heart Could attack. be. Tell him to walk within a meter of garlic. Yeah. No, he, he was an EMT. <laughs> he was an EMT. And like I was at a party one time with him, and he's like looking at his hands, and he's like, man, blood is pooling in my hands. I think I'm having a heart attack. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he like took his pizza, and he like wrapped it up. He's like, I'm going to go to the emergency room. And he like he took his pizza. And he got, <laughs> it, so it, he, got a, he got a taxi to the emergency room. 
And why he, did he just call Domino's for a ride? <laughs> right. And he and he had a, he was having a heart attack. And I was like, I can't believe you took your pizza. And he goes, Have you been in an emergency room? He's like, It takes a while. You might want to get hungry. I was like, You're Not wrong. Not if you're having a heart attack. No. Maybe you shouldn't have pizza not, ever. No. But yeah. So when he's like, my neck is swollen. But um, no. Those stories. That's why we yeah. want you to bring to the show. Thank that's, you. Thank you very exactly. much. Well, we, his name's Smiley. We got to have him on the show sometime, on the radio show. Because, yeah, he's crazy. Like, he's that guy that is, like, his life is, like, insane, but he's not aware. Like, to him, it's a normal day. Yeah. You know? And, like, he's he'll tell, like, these insane stories, and you're always like, oh, it's not real. And then every time, it ends up being a real story that happened to him. And you're like, how on earth is your life this crazy you know it's there's something so very funny about you saying that because i i have a very similar energy yeah. where like i've been fortunate to have done some very fun mm-hmm. and cool and to some impressive things but if you don't dole down the way you tell a story right people immediately think it's fake will discredit it yeah and then you end up with a oh yeah and here's the photo about it and they're like the fuck yeah like well, well smiley like he's had three duis but none of them are ooh. on on record because he's he goes and gets a good lawyer and he gets off, but like the third time he got a DUI, he drove through the checkpoint, like he blew through it, <laughs> and they pull him over, and he's a little guy. He he also was like a um, it sucks to be described that way. He yeah. was a dancer, so he's like he's like he's always kept himself very thin. So they handcuff him, they put him in the back of the car, and he's able to pull one of his hands out, nice of the cuff. So they come and they open the door and he looks at him and he goes, ta-da, and he holds his hands up. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, they did not like that. And I'm like, no, they did not. Of course they didn't like that. Fuck, no, they did not like that. So that's, you know, he's one of those people. So I'll definitely bring that. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to start. I'm excited to, you know, be a part of this. Have you been tuning in at all? I have. What about it? Anything jumping out to you? So I was really stoked when you guys did... uh, like you guys have done a couple of segments, and I was like, "Damn it! I wish I was there for that." Like when you guys did the the, the greatest uh, basketball sneaker that ever made, oh, I was like, yeah. I was sitting there, I was like, "Shit, man!" We did that recently. Yeah, uh, but no, we did. It was probably about a month ago. Buck was on the show still with you guys. And oh, we did non-air Jordan basketball sneakers. Non- yeah. Yes, non-air that, Jordan yeah. ones. And I I messaged in, and I was like the Nike Air Raid because I was a Tim Hardaway fan. Yeah, those were sweet. And I was like, dude. And then I was trying to look up the Scottie Pippins. Like the first ones he made, which were kind of cool, because I had the the I also had the David Robinson pump ones where they had the they had the little dial that you could change the sure. pump where you oh, could yeah. pump one side of the shoe and then pump the other side of the shoe. I had the Reebok pumps, which had the little basketballs that John Cena brought back, mm-hmm. and he would pump up. Remember before he did his like five knuckle shuffle? The so, what? The five knuckle shuffle? Yeah, a five knuckler. So, yeah, so. so you can't see me. I mean, I, oh, I, that's the yeah. five knuckle shuffle. Yeah, we punches oh, him okay. in the face. Yeah, it's um, it's like his version of the rocks, like people's elbow. What are you doing? What? Don't do that. No, I mean it's not. It's his own thing. It's a, sure. I don't know. I mean, how hard is it for every single WWE superstar that's ever performed in the ring to create a finisher that they can apply to absolutely anyone? Well, that's I kinda, not his finisher. I kind of only know John Cena through <laughs> Froggy <laughs> Fresh's music. Oh, so I not from that's all the my memes? only experience. Not from all the amazing memes they make about him. No, from his John Cena oh. action figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Did you see in the WWE 2K3 you can actually download and wrestle the no. as the John Cena action figure? <gasps> that's a good idea. He's an he comes out like as an action figure and has like all the pivot, you know, the points of articulation. Points of articulation. There you go. 
So yeah. You don't play video games either. No. Weird. You know what I have? A life. (laughs) Shit. We'll see. (laughs) Will we? We're going to judge this life. You got Mortal Kombat in here. You got NBA Jam in here. I got a pinball machine. You got Tekken. With the no. with the radio show that we do three hours yeah. a day, five days a week. Yep. I don't that, know. It takes up all your time. It, I mean, it takes up that much time plus 15, the time. Fifteen hours. But the point I'm trying to get to is not the time that yeah. it takes, but on that program. And we recognize that we had our yeah. listener base in fifteen minutes spurts, and we recognize mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. we could recycle so many stories sure. over and over again. Sure. Shit, I don't tell the same story twice. Yeah, it's, it's easy not to do that. Well, except we did outlaw Mad Max. That did happen. Mad Max the. Any reference? Oh wow, there was just too many. Was we too used many. to we used to do that too. I would because we had a lot of fans in Australia. We had a fan from Australia come and visit us, and I would always that's make that's cool. Very <laughs> I would always we had a, we have a guy coming in July from uh, London. Could have just stopped after uh, coming. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But uh, so we would make a lot of Mad Max references on this show because I was like, all I think Australia looks like is the movie Mad Max. They just don't have gasoline. They just bite each other all the time and. Right around in like post-apocalyptic, mo- you know, that's what I thought Australia was like. Like no go-go juice. Yeah, sure. You know, throwing boomerangs of, with a blade on it. You, know, you ever thrown them. a boomerang? Yeah. Name some harder shit. That's pretty hard. That's pretty hard to do. I mastered it when I was a kid. What? Really? I wanted. I I asked for one for Christmas. Are one you year. a one upper? Let me help you out here. Oh, dude, I'm the biggest story topper on the planet. Like we were talking about Unless your you're friend in Australia. Smi- you're a story bottomer. Your your oh. little t- your little tiny friend Smiley or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Little, little yeah. smiley. Uh huh. That's the way I am. Like somebody will tell a story about something, and I'll start telling a story about something, and they're like, "Oh fuck, he's a story topper." Like, no, mm. this is true. Uh, like you're just segue. I'm just segueing. Like you gave me a topic, and I'm talking about it. Sure. I'm not one upping you. Like I have more fucking fantastic stories that I've forgotten than Joe Schmo's kind of oh, had. Man. You know what I mean? Well, not to top van here, but me too, but better. <laughs> <laughs> not to top that. No, I'm just kidding. JK, JK, and the old topper, baby. What? That's a part that doesn't transition to our show. That What? Like internet culture stuff? No. No, like um, Van and I talk about it regularly. But if you try to drop something on the program that's like internet, the top story on Reddit or whatever, sure. no one in real life gives a fuck about right. Reddit. Uh, but yeah, the, what's the name of the fat dude that won the Oscar that the internet thought was so important? Oh, uh, the fat dude, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. No one in real life gives a He's fuck about Brendan. He's not a fat Brendan. dude in real life. <laughs> and I saw him. I saw him win the Oscar. Okay. So no one, no one gives a fuck about this. And if you try to bring it on the program, how is that? Okay, how is that a Reddit thing? Oscars. It's not. It's because it get, oh. went to a fat dude. It was one of them. Today's I nine varsity, the varsity of Oscars. Yeah. So you're saying only people care about beautiful people? Is what no. You're what like the masses? But, yeah. Brendan Fraser was beautiful. He was. At, at one time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, until what happened? Life caught up with him. Like all these sad sacks that listen to us all the time. <laughs> that's the stuff. For real, though, that stuff doesn't work. If you, if we were to talk Dogecoin, yeah. like no one no one gives a fuck. No, no. We kind of we have. We shut it down real fast, though. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, there was a learning curve to it. Yeah. Yeah, there's. What is the audience specifically into? NFL football. NFL football. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. it. That's the only thing. Sports NFL, fan. NFL football, and but our your banter. show yeah. is sports adjacent, though. Correct. So, other than sports, what do they like? Well, we're going to talk about sports, mm-hmm. but we're not going to be like, oh, the Yankees are three and a half games out of first place. How do you they feel got, about that? Uh, they got a two thirty batting average on the road. Tomorrow like, we can, no. That's not what we do. 
March 26th. Yeah, we're like, this backup catcher for the Blue Jays got caught jerking off at a Target parking lot. Yeah, that's a yeah, good one. That's, that's a good more, one. I'm all more, about that. Yeah. Hey, LeBron. That actually happened, by the way. LeBron returns tonight, right? LeBron's going to return and play basketball tonight. Okay. Cool. Got him. makes it on the show. Do you, for one second, think I'm going to talk about how the 7th and 12th seed in the West is divided by one game no. and anything could happen between no. the... No. But there's a fucking nerd out there who loves that yeah. stuff, yeah, they and do. they can go get it somewhere else. Fucking A. But it's uh, it was explained to me one time by um, our director, and I thought this was written out. People who come to our show, listeners of our show, become friends of our show. When they come to our show, they, they want deposits made into them. And they want that deposit to be what? They want it to be our banter. They want it to be NFL talk. Sure. And anytime we go away from that, if we talk WWE or if we talk World Baseball Classic, you have to think of it as a withdrawal. Yeah. And we can only, we cannot withdraw more than what we have deposited into our friend of the show fan base. So, very much and regularly, are we going to the well on NFL talk, sure. on my outrage talk, on Van's idiocracy talk? Because those are those are the things that I think resonate really well with the audience. Sure as shit, not World Cup soccer breakdown. No, no. I've had people that are like, I would like for you guys to do more political stuff. I was like, oh, you can't get that in the other hundreds of thousands of media places that do just politics. No, I'm good. We we have to ride the fine line in between yeah. doing a program for the listeners and doing mm-hmm. a program for ourselves. That's fair. Because we can just sit around and talk shit and be funny Absolutely. for three hours. Sure. But we still have to be engaging with the audience right. and give them what they want to hear. Well, if we were doing the Inside Joke Show, yes. we would laugh harder than anyone. For sure. Yeah, but well, we yeah. can't do the Inside Joke Show. No. Because, you, you know, you've got to make money. Like That's the thing that was really weird for me. I was like, you guys were like, yeah, come and do this show with us. And I was like, cool. And then they sent me an email, and they're like, here's your uh, I-9 and your da-da-da. And I was like, oh, fuck, this oh, is actually shit. a job. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even thought of that. I was like, I was like, oh, wow, weird. It, like, kind of weirded me out a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 or fuck. Yeah, I didn't think of this. I mean, it's going to sound – oh, gosh. You know, like, every mm-hmm. every sports fanatic is like, if I could, I'd play, base- I'd play professional baseball for free. I'd play football shit. for free. I'd work in sports talk radio for free. Fucking no, you would not. No, you wouldn't. No. I love talk radio. I yeah. made a lot of money doing mm. it for a long time. You know why? Because I work really fucking hard. Well, and like before you got here, uh, Van and I were talking about this. Like I, I just saw somebody on Facebook and they're like, I don't know. I might just fuck around and start a podcast network. And I, I literally went, no, you won't. Because you're a musician, number one. Number two, like if you don't fucking have. <laughs> the way you, he said musician. Yeah. Oh, that's the exact same way he right. said slot earlier. <laughs> right. But like uh, you know, I, I that that kind of shit like annoys the shit out of me because it's like that whole like condensation of like con condon I don't know how you say it, but like they're like condemnation. Well, they well they look down on you and they're like, oh, what you do is easy. I'll just do it real quick. Fuck you. Like yeah. like you're gonna start a po- first of all start a podcast and do it for a serious amount of time. Do it for an hour. Yeah. All right. So I'm one worse. Than we you do on this. 15 hours yeah. a week. Get fucked. Yeah. And I'm, you can't do this. Van was yeah. talking about story time. I'm about to story top you. So as this conversation mm-hmm. has happened to me a thousand fucking times in my existence, oh, I yeah. say, hey, cool, I got the equipment right here. You can borrow it. But the second you quit, you got to mm-hmm. give it back. And I do this every single time. Every single time someone's like, I'm thinking about starting a thing. Hey, great. You know what I have? Right. All the stuff you need. Right. Do you want to withdraw from me? Because you got to put deposits back mm. in. And I, I, I will lose it on mm-hmm. that. Because this is art, man. Fucking A it is. Like, 
if oh, I'm not right, to get on a soapbox, but, but 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 like that that blew my brain out of my head. Like you're not even going to start a podcast. You're going to start a podcast network. He's like, I'm going to create a bunch of different shows. I'm like, how about you do one and do one and get people to listen to it on a regular basis. Then if you because this is like I always equated like starting a band. If you're not into it and you're only kind of halfway into it, mm-hmm. it ain't going to work. So I did this. So yeah. I so for years I had a thing called Talk STL. And Talk STL was mm-hmm. a podcast network based in St. Louis, Missouri. Sure. And alongside some partners, not exclusively. Right. But built a studio and put in a big marble table and did yeah. the whole thing. And people would come in and they pay a dollar a minute. Sure. And, they did, and I made a ton of shit and a ton of money. And then they would quit. Yeah. And then I'd replace them with someone else. Sure. And I had this podcast network that had dozens of dead shows mm-hmm. and a couple new ones all the time. Yep. Cool, I was making some money, but I wasn't making the best network. No, because people quit because they just, you know... it. First of all, their idea wasn't great in the in the in the original idea, and everyone's like, like you get these people that are like, my friend Sam funny, sure I should do yeah. it. Yeah, all right, well, cool. You know, hopefully you are, but it, you know, it's hard. Nothing is easy. It's not free, you know, it's not like you start a podcast and you're you're Joe Rogan. Start a podcast and you know you're like Kevin Smith and have your own. You know, those people had a had a fan base already. Yeah, you know. I don't know. It always drives me crazy. But anyway, we're at the end. I want to thank you guys for coming on. I encourage everyone thank to you. start a podcast. I, you yeah. Start one. But don't say shit on, you know, like, I might fuck around and start a podcast network. Like, okay. You know, I mean, do it. Say it. But, you know, if you're going to say it, do it. Then call me. And yeah. borrow my studio. Yeah. Do you have a studio? I got a bunch of them. We got all the stuff. You just have studios all over the place. We uh, uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a, a multiple podcast studio there for a while. Had our own little. Uh, Where at? Uh, San Mateo and Osuna. Yeah. Oh. yeah, so we did that for a while. Um, Luckily, got an- luckily, we survived COVID. Yeah, because the podcast network did not. Yeah, uh, I actually started one over COVID, and the people like you know I realized you know I'm passionate about it, and the people that wanted to start it with me were not. So, yeah. Uh, to me, you have to have. There's one accountability that people don't yeah. waver from, and that's money. Yeah. So I, to me, you have to have an exchange of currency, and it has to be from the talent end, because otherwise, yeah. the they don't they don't stay. Well, um, I got I got roped. I got asked to do this thing. It's the and, only way people get into radio. And they asked me to do it, and they were like, "Yeah, will you teach classes?" And I said, "Sure." Then I found out that I was like not in any part of way going to make any money on it, and I was like, "Up, oh, I'm out." And then the people who were like, we're in the money part, were like, oh, we don't actually know how to do anything. And they it all folded. So, see you later. I'm not saying it could, but yeah. I might be the guy who could teach the master class on fucking making money. Because that's the only thing that matters. The yeah. content doesn't matter. No. The structure doesn't matter. No. You can have your super niche thing where you only talk about NASCAR sex bunkers or whatever. Nice. And like, there's going to be an audience for that. I can tell you I'll go sell it to NASCAR. Nice. That's the one thing I can do. That's cool. Well, man, I'm glad you guys. I'm I'm glad to be joining you guys. I'm glad to be. Uh, you know, we're starting. glad, man. You're gonna do fantastic. Yeah, I agree. yeah. sweet. Uh, one thing to promote: uh, April 16th, we're gonna do the podcast live from Echoes Brewery. That's cool. Uh, we're gonna do a Burt's Tiki Lounge retrospective Ooh, hey. slash the Dingo Bar. So we're gonna have people there to tell stories. I'm gonna tell stories, and uh, if you have a story about the Dingo Bar or Burt's Tiki Lounge, come on down, and we'll have a great time. Uh yeah, so starting Tuesday, tune in live. Uh, two men on six ten ninety five point nine, right? 
Monday through Friday, 4 Monday to 7. Yeah. If you're not in the AM or FM radio area, go to talkabq.com. Mm-hmm. We're on the KNML app, the TuneIn app. Yeah. If you can't catch us live, Spotify, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Apple, the whole thing. Tune in on. Yeah, and next week we will not have a podcast because I will be with these guys at WrestleMania. Should go pretty good. Go. Yes. And with that, we are 10 Drink Minimum. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next time, Bouquet.